So, I've been really caught up with a lot of things lately. And I just, I just pray that I'll be able to have this like clear-minded headspace, heart space to just maintain a balance of like who and what I started with and who and what I'm becoming, you know? Um, so I guess I just like say that because like there's just been so much commotion, right? Like so much commotion um, in a good way. Like, I could say in a good way, right? Like, commotion in ways that I never really anticipated, that, you know, that you don't really, you can't really predict, right? And in lots of beautiful good ways, right? So, that's been quite an experience, just to have, like, lots of delightful, good surprises, um, as well as, you know, getting getting progress in areas that I'd never seen myself get progress in before. So like lots of little wins, right? So I guess I'm just super grateful for Heavenly Father because he's just supporting me all along the way. Like I just feel like so much support, so much help. Today we were doing our testimony meeting as a family after my husband helped administer the sacrament meeting for us, um, helping us to you know, have like the bread and the water to be symbolic of Jesus Christ's death. And, you know, cause like every Sunday we basically have this experience where it's almost like this um, opportunity for us to, like a Memorial Day kind of, of Jesus Christ and his life and his death and his, his current, his continual life now, where as a living being that allows for us to have um, the freedoms that we have. Um, so it was just really nice to just ponder on that, to have a little testimony meeting afterwards, and to be able to have this beautiful experience where we all just get to share some of the things that are on our heart that are meaningful to us about what we feel has been lingering and blessing us and, you know, things that are connected with what we know about our relationship with Heavenly Father and what is our what does our progress look like lately in wanting to draw closer to him and in noticing his hand in our life and just wanting to do better day by day, right? So we had a lovely little meeting. And like I just feel super grateful for that. I feel grateful that I could just like lay down afterwards and watch my two boys sitting beside my husband while I'm helping one of my babies. And we're just sitting there and he's reading, right? He's reading one of the books that we're reading right now. And I just love, I just love whenever we're able to find our next book, right? That's our next Family Glue kind of book where everybody's so engaged, right? Everybody understands how epic this book is that we picked up and we're just going through it. And so the book that we have right now is just so much fun. Like it's so much fun finding books. I've never found a book that has been this entertaining for the kids, you know, especially the kids like 11 and under kind of and like seven and up, seven to 11 age. And just to see how quick they are to laugh their tails off at all of these tiny little parts, right? That I would never write into a book myself, right? Cause I wouldn't be able to have these stories to write, right? So it's just, I feel like it's such a treasure whenever there's an author out there that will just write the story that is theirs to write. So I've been loving that and I have been grateful to just like 
take time, right? Like I've had so many things on my mind, whether it's studying mental health, illness kind of stuff, just like coming to terms with like that whole realm of my past, past and current life, right? Like it's always a lingering thing that I'm always constantly trying to refine and trying to make sure I have the systems in place in my life that's going to support me so that I can have a healthy mental health moving forward. But that's always been so key in my life to move forward with like as much of my life that I have control over with a healthy mental health stride. So that's been really nice to study more about that, to study some conference talks that like talk on mental health, to study like the mental illness section of the like life health section in the gospel library, um, to get to just like, just actually prioritize these things that I always saw as like good ideas, right? You know, you, you open up any wellness or health kind of a book and they always say, these are some general recommendations for a person to have like a happy, healthy life, right? And, and a person might generally look at it and be like, oh yeah, those are all good ideas, you know? Eat good foods, move your body, make sure, you know, things are checked in with. But it wasn't until I was studying about the mental health recovery checklist that I really started to see, oh wait a minute, these physical health, like, just like good ideas aren't really just good ideas, especially for someone like me who's serious about like recovery is like, no, no, no. Like these actually are like absolutely important basic things that a person needs to have as their like constant habits in their life, you know, and it's general stuff, right? It's the stuff that everybody knows. It's stuff like, yeah, make sure you don't spend a lot of time on the screens. Make sure you take time to breathe. Make sure you have exercise. Make sure you have, make time to be creative. All of these kinds of nice things, right? And I guess it's like so mind blowing for me because I never really saw them as essential as I do now. Like I just kind of saw them as like, oh yeah, those are just such nice, cute things to add into a lifestyle. Like of course a person would want to do that. But I don't know, I guess like when I'm in a funk or whatever, I don't always prioritize, oh no, those are the things that I need to plug into my day. I guess when I'm in a funk, it's typically like, oh, well, I'll just go and sleep or something like that, right? Like it's just kind of like retreat, retreat. But it's nice to know that, you know, when a person is feeling extra stressed or even before a person is feeling extra stressed, let's say, say that, it's important to incorporate these things as like a daily lifestyle experience so that a person can feel buoyed up and protected and be able to prevent a lot of the struggles that a lot of people struggle with who tend to struggle with mental illness kind of stuff, right? that's been a really lovely thing for me to delve into a little bit more and it's super timely right because lately um and then it, it talked about like yoga every one of these things always says yoga this yoga that and i'm like you know i wonder what it's like for someone who's keen on mental health or keen on health in general and everybody loves to tag yoga into there right and and it's just like i wonder what it's like for someone that's not a yoga teacher when they look at this thing that says oh just breathe more or just meditate more or just do yoga like i wonder if that's like such a daunting thing to be like oh yeah just go and do it right like versus someone like me that's just like oh yeah but like i do that like one to four to ten times a day already. So like I don't even have to think about like adding that into my day because 
I've created my life in a way that that's just like, that's just the same as waking up because it actually is. Like I wake up and I go teach yoga, right? And so I'm like, oh man, like how lucky am I? Like I'm just so grateful that like early on in life I was able to gain an awareness of what this was to the point where I like built my adult life around being able to make sure that I'm doing this practice like every day, right? And have it be a no-brainer. And so, yeah, like lately, thankfully, um, I've been transitioning out of, I usually teach like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like 5 a.m. kind of class. Lately, I've been transitioning out of that so that I only teach like a Wednesday evening kind of class publicly. Um, and then all the rest of my times are kind of just private, private teaching times, um, like private lessons. So yeah, so it's been neat to transition out of that and then build a little bit more time instead of doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings, I'm kind of more leaning towards, hey, what if I use those times for my own personal practice as well as my own personal recording time so I can build the DIY version of my business, right? And so I'm not going to talk a lot about that because I feel like delighting in the Sabbath has a lot more to do with like me finding the things that help me attach to Heavenly Father. But what I am going to say is I just feel so protected. I feel like Heavenly Father has been so kind to help me, um, like, almost, like, take my ideas seriously, right? Because I have a lot of ideas all the time, all the time. And I just feel like with an idea like this, it's like he's really helping me find the supports that I need. Because I'm kind of one of those people that for sure never could ever be one of those super women kind of people. When I say superwoman, I mean like one of those people that tip it, that that actually believe that they can do everything, that they can be good at every single thing that they touch, and they live a life to uphold that standard and uphold that kind of image. And I like I submit as soon as possible. I'm like, nope, I am not going to be able to do anything, right? <laughs> I am not going to be able to be the professional expert at anything. I am actually the worst person to choose to do anything. So really, <laughs> I'm just this like guinea pig lady that I get ideas and then I just like start doing them and I know front like full, full on. I'm like, I know I am one of the least likeliest of people that should be the one leading this out. And yet I'm still doing it because I believe in the mission of what this idea can bring about. So until I find that other, I don't know, three other people, three or four other people to be on this team to make it like work really nicely. I'm just kind of just going for it and getting the word out there that this is a great idea. And hopefully three to four other people will, will jump on pretty soon here so it doesn't totally collapse, right? But until then, I'll just kind of like hold up all these like, you know, spinning dishes that I've started and believe that the people will come, right? And they do, you know? I, you know, like I remember back in the day when I just felt like I was the only one that did homeschooling the way that I wanted to homeschool, right? And that was like maybe four years ago, four to like seven years ago. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I just kind of felt like I was the only one in my community usually that ever did the things that I did. And just recently in like the last two years, I feel like I found some of my groupie people, right? My posse. Of people that like get it they they get how important books are they get 
how how important play is, how important outdoors is, how much how important it is to be creative, how important it is to have life skills, how important it is to like be entrepreneurial and to stoke that fire of entrepreneurialism and stuff, and and all of those kinds of things. Like and and it's been so much fun to just like carry it on, right? And I'm just so grateful that I can hold on as often as I can to the things that I, I feel like resonate with me until I can find those other people, right? So that I can hold on to what I'm doing to the point where then it's like, oh, this is what it was for. I was holding on to this so that at one point I would be able to like focus on this thing so much that I would be able to somehow allow for other people to gravitate towards what I was doing and we can build even more from where we're starting. So that's been really fun. I've been so grateful to be able to talk with my husband and we have been still getting a lot of support from one of our marriage counseling type friends who's so awesome. She's just so good at what she does. So like, we just restarted the whole Gottman program. So good, so excited. Um, and that's been so good. So like every week she'll come by and we'll just talk about this book. It's kind of like a couple's book study, but it's just me and my husband and her. And we just, we just talk about the book basically. And we just talk and discuss and, you know, like weigh out the different ideas and principles that are shared and, you know, share our own experiences and that kind of stuff. Right. And, and hopes and dreams and things like that that we have. And you think that something as simple as that is just like, well, why do you even want to use your time to do that? No, honestly though, it's like such a pivotal, important thing for me to do every week. Like honestly, when I'm not doing that, I get into these weird tizzy modes of like not really being able to accurately see my husband for who he actually is in my life. And like not really being able to accurately assess and see and feel the gratitude that is his to be had, right, from me, right? And so I really appreciate having these sessions because they help me so that I don't become this like wife brat lady, right? Because I feel like that's like the tendency that I can fall into sometimes where it's just like I get into my slump of like, oh, well, I'm just living the life of my dreams while my husband is like, you know, like spending all this time away from me, da 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 like doing what he's doing so that I can have the life of my dreams and like, you know, and like, and I just feel so like miserable because of like all of the dishes that we might have because we are so like well to do that we have so much food to be able to make and, and serve on these dishes and things like that, right? Like, and it's like, that's like the kind of craziness that falls into my brain when I don't allow for these habits of like good marital focus time to, to just be there, right? And to, to be a, a, a very purposeful thing that I'm doing on purpose, you know? Cause I don't want to fall out of love with him. I don't ever want to forget. You know, yesterday we talked a little bit about with this theory of like couples that are like masters at, at marriage basically never fall into the trap. They never lower their standards into the trap of like belittling their partner, of like thinking any less of their partner. Like they're constantly finding ways to be grateful for them and constantly finding ways 
to see how they can be helpful to them. Basically being appreciative and admiring and like attentive, right? Those are like basic, the key things, right? And we talked a little bit about how when couples do it more, they develop that level of like connection between them that is just so hypersensitive of one another, right? Like they're always there for each other kind of a perspective. And for people that don't have it, it can feel so like, almost like it's a lie. It's like, are you kidding me? How could two people be that connected, right? But it's like, it's obvious though. It's just like a mother that falls into love with their baby, right? Like, especially like a really hardcore mother that just loves having this baby come out and they start nursing this baby and they take care of this baby relentlessly through the night, any day, any time. And they're just so committed, right? And that's like the same thing that I'm talking about with like, uh, but even more so with between one spouse and another, a husband and a wife and a wife to a husband. Just this level of deep, deep commitment, deep, deep dedication, and deep, deep willingness to just do anything, right? And uh, thankfully I have one of the most sweetest people in my life, my husband, like who has such a strong ability to have like, just a high ability to follow through. So because of his high ability to do that, it just makes it so he's just such a stellar Like, you know, like whenever he knows about something that bothers me or something that's hard for me or whatever, he just takes it upon himself. He's like, nope, I'm just gonna take full ownership to be able to make sure that that's not gonna be so much of a stress. And then I'll just like, I'll help solve the problem. like cut it right at the pass, you know, like, he's just such a warrior for me that way. And I just like, I just constantly pray. I'm like, oh my God, I just hope that I'll be able to be the kind of person that can be worthy of all of that love, right? Because so, so often I just feel like, how, how did I get, for me, I feel like I got the better end, the stick here, right? Like, I feel like I just, how did I get so blessed? Because so often I see so much of the, the degrees that I am just so inadequate. So I see all of his strengths and I see all of my inadequacies and I'm like, what just happened? Like, I feel so bad for him, right? <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm in the process of learning how to appreciate and love and care and believe in myself and what I have to offer. So that's another thing too. And, and that's, that's a good thing for me to acknowledge that I totally do have strengths. Like if I was just going to call them out and be like, well, what are my strengths? What do I contribute? I for sure contribute so much. Like I contribute a very flexible spirit. I'm the one that can deal with snafus. I'm the one that can deal with all the chaos. Whenever there's a chaos time of the day, I can actually deal with it pretty, pretty fine, right? Like in comparison to his capacity to do it, it's like, no, 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 like give it to me because it's just gonna drive anyone else bonkers. But for me, I can handle it. I can, I can take it in and we can work with it and we can move that energy and be able to just turn it into something that's more productive, right? And like happy, healthy and, and that kind of thing. So that's like a gift that I actually do have. So I guess like I can say that, right? Like I do have that gift and I'm really grateful for it because I feel grateful that I can lift that burden from other people that are a little bit more rigid and structured and get like overly overwhelmed by those simple things being like 
schedules not becoming exact and like so many interruptions and all of that kind of thing. Whereas for me, I'm like, what ifs? Let's just move on. Like, we'll find the next great thing to do, right? Like, I'm, I'm full of ideas. That's the other thing. I'm full of ideas. Like, it's like, I have no problem being in any situation because I'll think of 10 more things that we can do in any situation, right? I just need to know what's what, and then I'll just think of 10 more things that we can do as we're just like living our lives with these 10 more things to like juggle, right? And so it makes it sound like I'm some kind of invisible crazy lady, right? But actually I'm not. It's just that I can handle those things, those situations, a little bit easier than other people might be able to, right? Um, especially because I have what they call a very high, um, high quick start. So that just means I am able to quickly and spontaneously transition from one thing to the next in a very, like, pretty graceful kind of way. Like, I don't need to take too much time to switch gears or whatever. Like, I just need, like, a few seconds. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more than a minute. But then I'm like, okay, got it. This is what we're doing now, right? So that's me. Um, and yeah, like it's it's a wonderful little gift too. Cause like, for example, I was asked if I could help out with like this youth group thing that was like in the middle of the week for one of my kids and just show up so I could be like another supervising adult. And it was so sweet because like the leader that was there, I was so grateful that they were kind of leading the way. And it was just gonna be one of those things where we just kind of like wait for the time to end by the end of it. But I was like, well, I wanna do like a couple more games. Like, has anyone played like Two Truths and a Lie? Or like, you know, after that we were like, okay, now I need to teach everyone how to play Beaver Tales. And so it's just like, I just love taking opportunities to just give people a lovely surprise. I just love it so much. And I maybe it's because I love surprises growing up, so maybe I'm more of a burden for some people that don't like surprises, right? And I can I can feel that. That's okay. Like not everybody has to like my surprises. Not everybody has to like that I like to do things like on the spot. And but that's kind of my jam, right? Like that is my jam. I thrive in those kinds of areas where it's like oh well this is what we're doing right now and I'm so happy to do it and let's go let's let's move with it right so I just love I love random acts of service like ooh, that's like one of my favorite little things love secret Santa culture best thing ever I love I love anything to do with like building community kind of stuff, right? Where it's like I notice like, oh, maybe there's this one person that might need a friend or whatever. And then let's like build a club around them so that they can like feel like warm and accepted and like that kind of thing. Like as often as I can do it, I just love doing that. I just love building a community around all these different people that I feel like could really benefit from each other and just like building this like structure around them and in just the simplicity of a little chat group to start and then some gentle meetups here there and then before we know it we're into a full-blown tradition that's been lasting for like two three four five years or whatever right so i'm just like i love doing that i love i love noticing when something good could happen and just start start moving into the direction as if it's already started and just putting the pieces together 
um, that that are not yet put together and just keep getting the inspiration for all the other little pieces that could be put together to make that thing happen. So I love doing that. And, and the other like strength that I've learned recently is that it's not that I'm not like a great, you know, home design person or like, it's not that I'm bad at everything. It's just that I'm really good at starting things. I'm really good at the startup of things. So like for people that only see me for a part of the day or whatever, they might look at me and be like, man, you're just like a powerhouse. You can just like do things and like put things out in. And yes, I might be able to do that, but my, I sprint, you know, like I can do it short term. I can do it in little sprints, but I'm sure not the consistent mule, like turtle, tortoise kind of person. That's like every day does the same thing over and over again until it's done kind of thing. It's like, no, I'm the person to take the first leg of the race so I can get us to a certain point of like, okay, this is, this is what we can do, right? To, to just get it started, to just get the most minimum viable product out there. And then if I can pass on the baton, like I'm a, I'm a really good relay racer. That's what I have to say about that. I am really good at being the first person to take the race to where it, it needs to go to start off. And then if there's other people to finish it off, holy smokes, that's awesome. So I guess there's a bunch of little things that I could be like, yeah, no, I, I think I could do that. So that's awesome. And then, yeah, when it comes to like me and my little offsprings, it's like, okay, that's when things get heavy, right? Because it's like, as a mom or a parent, I don't know if there's any parent out there that legitimately thinks that they're just like so good at that. Like they're, they're so good at being this person that's somehow got to be this example and this person that, that's like takes care of so many different facets of another human being's life and like, it's kind of the person that's been delegated like to micromanage someone else's life and be like, hey, this is on you to like make sure that all these little details get taken care of because if they don't, then it's kind of on you like for the rest of their life to be like, oh, well, I live this life because my parents were like this, right? <laughs> but I think lately I've been just coming to terms with this whole idea that, yeah, I'm just going to do what I can do. And I'm not, I'm just going to totally let go of the whole shame thing that I used to succumb into about like, hey, like I thought that I would be this way, but really in reality, I can only offer this much, right? And kind of be okay with that, right? Like, I think that that's like a really healing place to go because there's nothing worse than a child who has a parent that isn't able to find their level of personal confidence and security in themselves, you know, because I think that if I was going to step into my minimum viable product thing, I could totally be proud of myself and be like, totally, I totally am an awesome parent and an awesome mom because I do these basic things every day. And even if I don't do them, right, like my heart space, my mind space and my intent space is there, right? Because it's not so much, especially in the mental health world, I just love how they just totally let people submit into this thing. Like, nope, you are not, you do not like judge yourself according to what you can do in a day. You just don't do that to yourself. All you do is just think of a good idea to do something. If you want to try it, go for it. 
and then just move on to the next thing, right? Like you just take things one thing at a time, be present with what you can do and just go with it. You know, if you, if you succeeded, great. If you didn't, great. Let's just try the next thing, right? Like let's just not hold on to, you know, why this thing or that thing was so terrible or whatever, but actually just like becoming so, so like relentless in a person's like presence with what is actually real. So I'm stepping into that zone of like being very healthy in my perspective of how I see myself, allowing for myself to see myself accurately rather than like being so tied up in so many lies of what I think the world's expectation is of how I do things, but actually just hunkering down into the reality of like, this is my own expectation of myself, of what I can do in a day, what I can do in a week, what I can do in a month, what I can do in a year, what I can do in like five years, 10 years, 20, 30. And, and to also honor not just what I can do, but what I actually prefer to do with my time. That's the other thing that's been really fascinating to just step into is like, you know, realizing that I have a lot of choices that I've kind of like fluffed off in the past as like, as if I don't have that choice to make and just kind of succumbed into this idea, oh, well, that's not a choice I get to make. I, I have to do it in this very specific way. When really that hasn't been true. I can do it any way that I want to if I just choose to start going in that direction to do it that way. You know, I used to think that, oh, well, you need to clean a kitchen in this kind of way. If you don't do it that way, then you're some kind of like criminal or something, right? And it's like, no, like, it's not like that. And it's the same with a lot of funny things that I used to create funny rules about and funny ideas and funny, like, things to judge myself about. And lately it's been really neat to be like, no, let go of judgment, embrace acceptance, and just be okay that it's going to work out. If I just pay attention to what is the next good thing that I can do, and do it, or not, and, you know, just like kind of think about it, and be like, oh, well then what's the next thing, right? Like, <laughs> and just and be okay with that, right? Like, I, I give so much grace to the people that I live with, like a lot. Like, you know, I, I give so much space for people to be human, for people to, you know, make choices and then change their minds and, and give them so much support in, in feeling supported as they are, right? And it's been so long of doing that that it's only now, you know, after however many years of being a human being with a body on this earth that I'm like, oh, but I can give myself permission to be a human being, right? Like, what? <laughs> I can do that? Like, I can just give myself space to make choices, to back up a little bit, to change my mind, to like, to just be this fluid human being that's actually living their life and figuring out life just as they are, you know, for the first time. Like, I can give myself permission to do that? Like, really? And so lately it's just been really nice to just step into that and step into the power that I have to be like, yeah, I get to do that. I get to 
you know, I've been reading, listening to this wonderful little TED Talk thing that talks about mental illness, and, and they talk about this idea, like how, you know, there's this scenario they described where this one person was rejected, and after they were rejected, they called up their friend, and their friend just yelled at them. They're like, well, of course that person left, and of course they did it because you're such a loser, da 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 And then they, they paused in the, the description of this case scenario. It's like, yeah, like, do you, like, what? What, what kind of friend would do that to you where they would just yell at you when you're at your worst of worst times? And what if I could tell you that this wasn't his friend? This was actually that person talking to themselves. This was what was going through their thought process as they were trying to process that moment, right, of rejection. And it's like, why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we put ourselves into these situations where we are just our biggest enemy? And like, what would happen to the world if we just allowed ourselves to be our own best friend even for one moment at a time, you know, and just move forward with that kind of energy of kindness, like starting within, right? Like love yourself, love others as thyself. I think there's that like kind of mantra out there. And I'm just like, yeah, I think that's really beautiful. And I'm really excited to just like try to carry on that torch.